Chapter 35 Yu Taeyang Forming Unlikely Alliances I was in the middle of meditating when my phone buzzed. I quickly took up my phone and answered it. Zuho, you're really lucky you weren't caught. We've finally been able to connect the dots. That mansion is registered under Choi C1, the newest chairman of Superior Construction and the leader of the SK Cartel. Me, are you absolutely sure? Zuho, yes, I'm on my way to pick you up. Don't get caught. Me, drive safely. I ended the call and put my phone away. I was trying to stay calm as I registered the information. Was it really that hard to find this information? Why didn't the police figure this out sooner? Why would he keep the mansion under his name? It didn't make sense if he was trying to hide his identity to keep the mansion under his name. I knew it would be a while before Zuho made it out here, so I decided to clear my thoughts again and rest. Finally, Zuho sent a message that he was close by and to meet him at the old bus stop. I got up and clearly walked out of the shed and waited for Zuho. As soon as I got into the car, Biol bombarded me with questions from the back seat. Me. Ah, oh, Biol. Biol. Sorry, but hurry up and tell us everything. I sighed and filled him in on everything that I had seen and heard throughout the day. Me. Soman says they have a plan of their own, but didn't say anything else. It won't be easy to get on the same page. Biol. At least we know he's losing support. Me. I have a feeling he never really did have their support. Zuho, we need to get to the others. I can't help but feel like... <sighs> Never mind. Me, I know. I feel it too. Anyway, what did you all find? Zuho, the location of the photo was indeed of their new location. They've started the move already, so I sent some detectives undercover as movers to see what they could find through all that mess. And I'm also in the process of confirming the others' involvement from the photo. There's no way they didn't know what was going on with that place. Me. But who's running it? Zuho. We'll find out soon enough. Me. Ah, oh, all this is making my head hurt. Biol. You're not the only one. Me. There's just so many questions. Zuho. But we've advanced so much more over the last few years. It's almost over. Me. Zuho. Young Ben might have been taken or killed. Zuho turned to look at me surprised. He exhaled deeply as he adjusted himself in his seat. Me. Minho wants to save everyone, but now I'm thinking none of them will survive. Zuho. Why would they target Youngbin? He's harmless. Me. He handled the bunny. Maybe they wanted information from him or something. Zuho. But if it was Huta, why would he do it behind Sanghyuk's back? He's never been shy about his motives or plans. Me. Maybe that's why Youngkyun was there, to confront him about Youngbin. Zuho. Maybe. I'll tell my men to keep an eye out for Youngbin and Youngkyun. Pyeol. What if he just left on his own? Me. Never. He wouldn't leave his little brother behind, no matter what. Pyol. Hmm. We have to focus on one thing at a time, though. What's more important? Me. Everything is connected. But of course, if we find leads concerning Hyungnim and Sunny, that takes priority. No one else said anything the rest of the way to Pyol's house. Since we had discussed everything in the car, I told him I wanted to sleep for a while. As much as we wanted to just catch them, we couldn't. Zuho didn't have enough evidence, and any mistake could lead them to destroying it or us. We had no other choice but to wait for the opportunity to catch him while collecting as much evidence as possible until then. After a few hours of sleep, I woke up and went to wash my face. Zuho walked in with breakfast as I came out of the bathroom. He went over to Byol's door and knocked. She came out a while later, and we all sat down to eat. As I was finishing, my phone rang. Taekyun. Taeyang, did you hear about Youngbin? Me. Yes, I found out yesterday. Taekyun. How? I gave him a quick explanation of what had happened, but left out the part where I had met up with Zuho. 
me. Do you think we can meet today? Take you. I'll talk to Minho and let you know. Me. It's important. There's more I need to tell you both. Take you. All right. I ended the call and looked over at Zuho. Me. Do you still have access to all your files from the mansion? Zuho. I could connect to it, but I need a laptop. I haven't had a chance to go get mine. Why? Me. Is it possible for you to hack into the cameras too? Zuho. Yeah, everything was connected to my computers and everything has been backed into a server that only I have access to. Me. So we don't have to worry about anyone using your computer? Zuho. No, it was password protected. Even if they failed to guess my password and it all got deleted, the program I have installed would still give me access to the computers, microphones, cameras, and their movements online. If they somehow manage to guess my password, I'll get a code on my phone and I can delete everything before they know what's going on. Me. Good. Then let's find you a laptop. We can't risk you getting seen either, much less near any police station. Biol. We can go back to Mr. Kang's house. He should have one that we can borrow. Me. All right. Call him. She nodded and took out her phone. I was feeling anxious as I waited to hear back from Taekyun. We were on our way to Mr. Kang's when Taekyun finally sent me a message. Taekyun, Huta wants a meeting with you. My heart raced and I could no longer tell if I could trust him or not. I wasn't sure if gaining my trust had been their plan all along, but I wanted to break the phone in anger. Biol came over and asked what was wrong. We had finally arrived, but I had stayed outside. They even know where Mr. Kang lives. Fuck, I was really stupid. I hesitated to tell her when my phone rang. I wasn't sure if I could hold in my frustration, but I answered anyway. Taekyun, I know what you're thinking, but he really has no interest in you. Things have gotten really bad, and Huta's planning to get even with Hyungnim. If you don't trust me, trust this. I could hear some shuffling in the background, and then heard Chading's voice along with the others. Chading, we have almost everything we need to take that bastard down. We can save Taeyang and some of the others as well as ourselves, but as crazy as it seems, we really do need Min- Huta's crazy ass. Matthew, I made a deal with him. I'll only help until Hyungnim gets caught or killed. Chading, what do the rest of you say? Leo and Taeyang, we'll help too. Minho, of course. Taekyung, the target better stay on Hyungnim and whoever follows him. Taeyang and his followers are not to be harmed. Chading, of course, we should do our best to save them. The recording stopped and there was only silence between us as I thought about what to do. Taekyun. Taeyang, we really want to protect you. There's some things we have to tell you too, but it's better to share it with you in person, with proof. Me. I don't want to meet at the mansion. We can either meet somewhere neutral or not meet at all. Taekyun. All right, I'll tell him. The call ended and by then Zuho was also standing in front of me. I told him what happened and they grew nervous. Zuho. Taeyang, what do you think? Me. I don't know. I suddenly received a message from Taekyun agreeing to meet and ask for a location. I told the others that we'd find a location and get there before telling Huta where to meet. Zuho wanted to meet with him too, but I figured it would be better for him to stay hidden in case SF9 or Hyungnim found out he was indeed still alive. Zuho, then I'll try to get some supplies so I can help remotely, and I need to install a program on your phone so I can get access to the mic and camera. Let's go inside. I needed to keep my mind cleared, so I decided to focus on the evidence Zuho had collected. We headed inside, and Zuho quickly got to work. Once he was in, he saw that someone had already tried getting access and assumed it was Sanghyuk. After making sure nothing had been disrupted, Zuho received a notification. We worried if it had been someone trying to hack into his system, but Zuho looked relieved upon reading it. Me. What is it? Zuho. I reached out to one of Young Nim's people, and he just agreed to help me. 
He said he has a file with more evidence. Pyotr, how? Wouldn't he have gotten caught? Zuhum, I don't know, but he has a hard copy hidden somewhere in case he isn't able to send it to me. Xiangmin doesn't have much tech knowledge, though. Me, still, we should be careful of whatever we open and where in case he tries to track us. Zuho, of course. Zuho finished up with what he was doing and called for some supplies for him to work while Biola and I went to meet with Taekyun, Minho, and Huta. He said he would have backup just in case, so we took off. We got to the location as the sun was setting and I sent my location to Taekyun. Biola and I waited in the empty room in silence. Zuho and his men had arrived and set up in the next building to be able to listen in and help if needed. Soon we heard a car approaching and car door slamming. Biol hid behind the door with a gun as we heard them approach. The first one to enter was Taekyun, then Huta, and finally Minho. They were all quiet, and Huta didn't have his mocking smile, and Minho looked like he had been crying. Huta looked up at me with a serious expression. Huta. Long time no see. Me. What do you want from me? Huta. I want to use you as bait. Me. Why did you suddenly decide to turn your back on Hyangnim? Huta winced but looked away as his veins began to bulge. He was clutching his fist and fighting hard to restrain himself. Minho's eyes teared up and he cleared his throat as he patted Huta's shoulder calmly. Minho. <clears throat> Jesse. Jesse killed. I couldn't believe my ears. Things really are spiraling out of control. Me. I'm sorry for your loss. Huta. Are you going to help or not? Me. What do you want me to do? Huta, the others have found evidence against him, but I don't believe in that. Xiangnim has so many cops on his payroll. Chaimin could easily get everything dismissed. They can turn it in or post or whatever, but you and I, we're going to attack him personally. You are going to be the reason he comes to me. Me, would he actually go for it? Huta, he has to. Before we could continue, I received a message on my phone. I excused myself and checked it. Zuho. I got the file from my informant, and he also said when Hyungnim will be going to one of his redevelopment sites. I put the phone away and turned back to Huta. I got a better idea. We can attack him when he's out in the open. Huta, which would be? Me. In a few days. We know who he is now, and he has a lot of redevelopment zones to check up on. Huta scoffed softly and thought for a moment. Huta, he's not stupid. He may actually be prepared for that. We'd be falling into his trap. Me. It's now or never. Almost everyone has turned their backs on him. All he has are his guards and maybe a few members. Taekyung. No one in SK leaders follows him anymore. NSF9. Minho. Youngchun for sure is working for Hyungnim. Me. Are you sure? He nodded and we went through the rest of the members. Huta was surprised to hear that almost everyone was wanting to leave the gang. Huta didn't care who left or who stayed with him. All he cared about was bringing Hyungnim down. We agreed to attack when he went out and I gave them the information that had been sent to Zuho. We also had agreed to keep each other updated on any news. Huta did appear to be different, but he was still a dangerous person to be around. He was highly unpredictable and with the attack on one of his own, he may be even harder to control. We shook hands one last time, sealing our deal, and the three of them left. Joel came out from behind the door as Zuho entered through the back. They took a deep breath and looked over at me. Me. Zuho, I think you should stay behind. Zuho, what do you mean? This is my chance to catch them. Your and us? Zuho, no. I need to catch Young Nim and Yonghua, even Changmin. Me, and? Zuho, I'm only after the really bad ones. 
So Huta, Jungkook, and Youngkyun. Everyone else is helping, so I can't just ignore that. Plus, without bodies, it's hard to pin the guard's death on you and Sunny is alive. Yul, we'll see about that. Zuho, Yoli, please. Yul, ugh, whatever, can we go now? Me, let me make sure they aren't here anymore. Yul, so paranoid. Me, do you really want to risk it? She rolled her eyes, but shook her head afterwards. After I made sure they had really left, I went back to tell the others, and we headed to Byul's house. The time to finally break free was coming close, and I could no longer stay still. If Hyunin was caught, there was no guarantee that he'd talk about Sunny and why Songchun had been taken. It was now a race against time. Meanwhile, Zuho went over all the evidence he could gather. Taekyung called me to meet up, as they too had evidence for us to look at. Zuho installed a program on my phone so he could hear everything, but I needed to convince them to send me a copy of it for Zuho without exposing him. Byul and I got ready to go to Huta's mansion. As we got there, we didn't see guards and figured Huta had gotten rid of them all, but he was leaving himself exposed. We knocked, and Minho opened the door and told us to follow him to the meeting room. When we got there, Leo and Tail were already there waiting for us. Tail greeted us while Leo just focused on the laptop. Byul, what's this about? Tail, we found... Leo, who are you? Byul, I'm Byul. Leo, that's just your name, but who are you? Byul, I escaped happy ever after. As she spoke, she took off her sweater to show off her scars as Taekyun walked in. Tail, sorry you went through that. Taekyun, you said you also had something to tell us? What is it? Me. Uh, we found out where they are moving the new center for happy ever after. We were going to see if we could find a clue about those missing girls, and we were also going to try and find who else was involved in donating money to them. Maybe among the clients we can find something. Tail, uh, we have a list of names. Minho, we've been going through that list too. Taken and I were planning some stakeouts. Do you guys want to take half the list? Yul, if you don't mind. Me, I also have a favor to ask. Taken, what is it? Can I get a copy of everything you have? I can send you what we have, too. I just think it'll be better if we have it all together. Byul. And an extra copy wouldn't hurt, in case something happens to any of us. Tail. Of course. Leo. How did you escape happy ever after? Byul sighed and sat down across from him. Byul. Taeyang's girlfriend was taken and sold to the same guy that had me captive. She fought off the guards and helped me escape. Me, before you ask. She didn't make it, but someone trustworthy has already vouched for her story and identity. Yul, it's not like I gave myself these scars. Leo, what do you remember about the man that bought you? Tail, Leo. Yul, it's okay. We were blindfolded most of the time, but he liked to watch our faces as we suffered. This one time, my blindfold wasn't as tight, so it kind of fell off. But I always assumed I had imagined it. He really looked like a monster to me as a child. He was a bit overweight, really hairy, and he had scars too, just on his back though. They looked like whiplashes. Leo, did you ever see his face? Yeah. He, he had dead-looking eyes, like if he was half asleep all the time, and his mouth was always drooped downward. He was balding. I, I can't, Minho, it's okay. That should be enough to find him. We'll catch him soon enough. Huta, let's not make promises we can't keep. We hadn't heard when he arrived. We all turned to see him and Byul looked up at him with a curious yet doubtful expression. Huta, what? Haven't you ever seen someone so beautiful? Byul, 
You don't look as intimidating as they described you. I'm a little disappointed. Jota, do you want to find out? I rolled my eyes and got in between them. Me, she's just as crazy as you. Jota, really? I'd like to see. Me. Uh, do we have a picture of Yonghua? Minho, why? Me. When Byol escaped, she said that some guy showed up during their escape and that he's the one that that killed Sohyun. Huta, your girl? I nodded, but didn't turn to face him. Leo began typing rapidly and then turned the laptop around to show us his picture. Me. Byol, is it him? Byol slowly leaned forward to get a closer look at the laptop and began shaking. I pulled her back as Leo turned her back around. Byol, I'm sorry, Taeyang. Me, it's fine. But then, what's the connection between that guy and Kyung-nim? Why would Yonghua be there? Huta. That's an interesting question. The answer should be just as interesting. Huta walked around to sit next to Leo, who scooted his chair further away from him. Huta smirked as he looked at Leo. Me. So, we're still doing the blitz attack, right? Taekyung. The more I think about it, the riskier it seems. Huta. But it's a risk we already agreed to take. Byung. That doesn't give me enough time to find the missing girls, though. Tail. What missing girls? Bill. Just because Sunny's dead doesn't mean the bad guys stop buying and selling girls. I wanted to find them and save them. Leo. Well, the location Taeyang provided is by a storage center. It's within the redevelopment zone. Maybe they're being held there. Me. We can check. Don't worry. Bill nodded and we agreed to look for the missing girls after attacking Kyungnim. We were about to leave when Huta had one last request. Huta, why not invite SF9 to the fight? Me, you'd be giving Hyungnim the heads up you were so worried about. Huta, I have something better planned for Hyungnim. Something more personal. Me, whatever. Then how do we tell them? Huta, now that I think about it, I should personally invite Sankyuk. I just nodded and reminded Taylor to send me a copy of their file before leaving with Byol. Taekyun and Minho walked us out quietly until we reached the gate. Taekyun, are you sure there wasn't something else you wanted to say? Me. I said everything I needed to say. Taekyun shook his head and sighed. Taekyun, are we really doing the right thing? Minho, it's a little late to change our minds. Byul, it's nice to know I'm not the only conflicted one here. We really should get going, though. We'll keep in touch. They nodded and we said goodbye. On our way back, I received the file from Taekyun. My heart was pounding as I thought about what was to come. We got back to Byul's house and told Zuho about the file Tail had sent. Zuho. Yes, I saw it when it arrived. I need to find a safe place to open it, though. Byul. I want to go check out that storage center before Hyungnim gets there. I need to make sure that they're actually there. If not, I need to figure out where else they could be. Zuho. I can send Byul. No, I want to go and see for myself. Me. There's no use in arguing. I'll go with Byol and check. Zuho, you should go through everything Tail and Leo found. Zuho sighed and nodded as he looked at us. We waited for it to get late before heading out. Zuho said he would drop us off close by before going out to find a place to safely check the files and send it to his superiors. We walked over to the storage center and found a few guards standing by the fence talking amongst themselves. Byol, they must be guarding something for sure. Me, Hyangnim doesn't just deal with trafficking girls. They could be guarding anything from drugs, guns, to money. Byung. Oh, we need to get a closer look. Me. Maybe Zuho can check if Hyungnim has a unit here under his name or the company. Byung. All right, fine. It's not like we can check every unit one by one. 
me. Let's go back and wait for Zuho. She nodded but hesitated to follow me as she kept staring at the guards. Suddenly we heard a vehicle approach and we hid behind the building across the street. We saw a large van check in with the guards and I quickly took out my phone to take pictures. I turned to look at Biol who nodded and we ran to get through the gate before it closed. We went around to go down another pathway while keeping an eye on where the van was going. It stopped in front of one of the bigger storage units and the guards went over to open the side of the door. We heard whimpers and begging as the guards aggressively took out the girls while another guard opened the storage unit. I took more photos for Zuho. Me, we found them, but how do we save them? Biol, we should take a souvenir. I looked down at her and noticed that she was shaking and digging her nails into the side of the storage unit we were hiding behind. I slowly reached over and removed her hands before she ripped off her nails. Me, let's go wait for the driver outside. I grabbed her hand and pulled her along. I asked her to quickly find a car we could use when Zuho appeared as if on cue and we got in. Zuho. Biori, are you okay? Biol, I'll be okay once we save those girls. Zuho, we will save them. Don't worry, Biori. The van finally came out a few minutes later and we carefully followed behind it. It stopped at the old center for happy ever after and someone came out to deliver a package to the driver. Zuho took pictures and turned to me. Zuho, Taeyang, stay here. We'll continue to follow the driver. I'll let you know when I come back. If possible, take videos, not just pictures. I nodded and quietly got out of the car and headed towards the center. I waited for the van to leave before rushing inside and looking for the person that had delivered the package. I suddenly heard voices and quickly began recording as I got closer. Voice 1. Xiangnim is really fearless. How can he still be moving the girls while running for president? Isn't it dangerous? Voice 2. His funding has to come from somewhere. Voice 1. Isn't stealing from Hutan SF9 enough? This feels unnecessarily risky. Voice 2. Have you always been this much of a chicken? Voice 1. The sergeant said he heard a special task force is looking into all this. What if we all get caught? Voice 2. Hey, what are you worried about? I'm the best defense attorney in the country. Besides, I doubt they'd be able to get any evidence. Even then, I'd get everything dismissed before it even makes it in front of a judge. Voice 1. You shouldn't be so cocky. Nothing can be perfect. Voice 2. Just do as you're told and let me handle my job. If you change your mind or mess up, I'll make sure only you die. I heard some rustling and quietly made my way out. I hid in the shadows of the garden and waited for them to exit the building. The first person to walk out was likely the infamous Changman. I took a few pictures of him as well as the second man, who appeared to be a police officer or detective given his demeanor and how he had talked about his sergeant. Changman left first, and the other man looked around with a conflicted expression, and I decided to take my chance, since he was obviously weak in character. I waited for him to be turned away before sprinting towards him and tackling him to the ground. I was able to restrain him with his own handcuffs. He looked more scared than anything, and I sat him up on the ground. I took my phone out to record his answers. Me. What do you know about the special task force? He looked up at me surprised at first, but then looked back at the ground as his eyes watered. Please don't kill me. I I just started, but I had no choice. Really. I didn't want to be a part of this. Me. Why are you? Him. I don't know. I was just assigned to this unit. The team leader said I had to do a favor to someone important, but afterwards he said that I was just initiated and I had to continue to help them since my hands were now dirty too. Me. How long have you known about this? Him. About a month? 
I just deliver the payment and keep the record of it and the girls for Hyungnim. That's all. Me. Have you heard anything about Sunny? Him. Huh? Oh. Um, I heard she tried to get too smart with Hyungnim and even tried to blackmail him for more money. Me. Do you know what the blackmail was about? Him. I didn't get to hear the whole story. I just heard it involved a girl from ten years ago. Me. Do you know the name of the girl? Him. No. Me. What's your name? Him. Yimin Sok. I grabbed my phone and called Zuho. He didn't answer and I figured they were still busy. I wanted to run a background check on him quickly before letting him go. He obviously had a weakness they were exploiting, whether he knew it or not. I stared at my phone and finally decided to take a chance. I called Taekyun, hoping Taylor and Leo could help get me the information I needed. Taekyun. Yes? Me. Do you think you guys can run a background check on Officer uh, Imin Sok? Taekyun. Let me ask. I could hear him walking, then knocking on a door before asking for help. Tail agreed, and I could hear faint typing in the background. Taekyun. I'm putting you on speaker. Tail, go ahead. Tail. He recently got transferred here from Ilsan and has a sick mother. His bank account indicates two huge deposits of money from an unknown account. Plus, his mother had been upgraded to a VIP room in the hospital. He was also recently added to the list of dirty cops. How do you know him? Me. I have him in front of me. He said Sunny tried blackmailing Hyungnim for more money using something about an incident ten years ago. He's in charge of keeping track of the record regarding the girls and payments with the buyers and delivery guy. We actually... Never mind. I'll tell you later. Is that all I need to know about this guy? Tail. So far, yes. He seems pretty straightforward. There's no complaints against him and he has no periods run-ins with violence. Alright, thank you. Uh, look into his unit. My assumption is that they're all on the list, but let's find their weaknesses too. Tay, alright. Take him. I'll call you back once we find something. Me. Alright. I ended the call and looked over at the officer. Me. Did you know your mother was transferred to a VIP room at the hospital? He slowly nodded as he teared up again. Minsook. That's when I knew I had no choice but to obey. Me. Do you really regret helping? Even if it means... Even if it means she may not make it. He looked up at me in obvious pain but hesitated to answer. Me. I'm going to let you go, but in turn, find out more about that incident ten years ago. And so, but, me, if you want to lessen your guilt, do me this favor. I walked over to him and searched for the key. I put it in his hands and walked away to find a hidden place to wait for Zuho. After we all got back to Bjorn's house, they filled me in on what they found. The driver had gone to the news center and they discovered that they had already had more girls there. But the shocking part was who they saw overseeing everything, the Minister of Education. Zuho confirmed all the people on the list and had looked through the files Tail had sent. He was just waiting for approval from his superiors to be able to stop Hyungnim. The file that Tail had found was more focused on our crimes, but the file he got from his informant was the best evidence we had. I was still giving myself hope that I'd finally be able to know the story behind Sohyun's kidnapping despite the fact that the officer had more to lose if it was discovered that he was helping me. But I couldn't help but hold on to that hope. I met up with him again the next day. I waited for him to be left alone before going out to confront him. It was my last attempt of finding out the truth. If he didn't have the answer, I was going to stop looking. Me. Min-sook. He turned around and stared at me wide-eyed. Min-sook. You... you came back. Did you find out? Min-sook. I... He hesitated and looked at the floor. 
me. Fine, forget it. I turned around and was about to walk out when he stopped me. He didn't say anything but put something in my hand. I looked up at him and he looked away. We were probably around the same age, but we had lived completely opposite lives. I couldn't blame him for doing what he thought he needed to survive. I turned back around and left. I got back to Bio's house and gave the USB to Zuho to check. Zuho took the USB and looked through it. He hesitantly turned her laptop around and showed me the police report. Sohyun had gone to the police station to make a report. Report. Sohyun's statement. I was walking home when I heard someone yell out. I walked over to the alley where the yelling was coming from and saw a man hitting a woman. She was begging for mercy, but he just kept hitting her. He finally stopped and I thought he was going to leave, but that's when I saw him take out a knife. I ran away and thought about going home and just forgetting about everything, but then I thought I could help. It wouldn't be fair to her family if she died and no one knew who did it. So I went back, but he was already gone. I entered the alley and didn't see the woman either, but I saw a lot of blood. I was about to leave when I saw a business card on the ground and it had someone's name on it. I looked him up and it was the same man. I put the business card in a plastic bag and brought it so you can have it as evidence. There's blood still on it. There was a transcript of her statement besides the report she had written, as well as the evidence they had logged, which was just the blood-stained business card. There was also her missing persons report that omitted her previous visit to the police station. Zuho confirmed that the detectives that took the report were on Kyungnim's payroll, so they were likely ordered to kidnap her to avoid her telling anyone else. There were voice recordings of the calls and a paper trail of the person that bought her. I wasn't questioning who had put this all together or why. I was just relieved that I had gotten the closure I was so desperately searching for. Zuho was more intrigued about how or who had compiled the file, but to me it didn't really matter. I assumed it was Sunny since she wanted to use this blackmail, Hyungnim. Since the day to attack Hyungnim was already the next day, I got up and went to look for Byol. I told her we should go early to the location Hyungnim would be at so we could scope out the place and find an escape route for us to save the girls when given the chance. Zuho had gotten a call, but suddenly we heard him yelling. He cursed out loud before coming to Byol's room. Byol, what's wrong? Zuho, I think they got to my superiors. They said the evidence wasn't admissible and looked fabricated since I wouldn't tell them my sources and ordered me to go back and turn everything in. They want all the copies of all these files, which only means one thing. Me. They've been bought off. Biel shook her head frustrated. Biel, what did we really expect? Zuho. I need to pull my men out before they get discovered. He turned back around and started calling his team and ordering them to fall back. We had anticipated that much, but we knew it was only a matter of time before the corruption reached Zuho's special task force. Zuho said he was going out to meet his team and get rid of their phones as well as find them a safe house. We watched him leave with a determined expression. We wanted to offer our help, but he was gone before we could even speak. A few hours later, he came back and said everyone was safe. He got the team and himself new phones as well as us since we had communicated. He quickly destroyed the phones after making sure there was nothing important left on them. Bjorn, what's going to happen now? He's just going to get away with everything? Me. I doubt Huta will let him have his peace. Zuho. There's nothing I can do legally. I don't know how I can get someone to press charges with almost everyone's superior being on the list. Bjorn. What about a new station? Zuho. I'll check the list again and see if there's a station that we can trust. We nodded and Zuho got to work. All I heard was Zuho's typing and without realizing, I fell asleep. <laughs>